This is Joe, aka the Curvy Geeky Fangirl, and as always, welcome to another week of Curvy Geeky Fangirl recaps. I did go on a mini hiatus last week, mostly because it was just so it was just so hot. It was so hot. Also, uh, the other podcast I do, which is the People of Culture podcast, also went on a hiatus. That one was not because of me. My co-host on that decided to like have a fantastic romantic vacation with her boyfriend now fiance. So, I mean. That's a reason. So if you would like, definitely check out that podcast as well. She has a full rundown about her ridiculously beautiful engagement, how that happened, how beautiful the DR is, and cures for hangovers. I'm not going to lie. It's a little rough. This is, I'm recording this after having a really fun time last night with the hubby. Um, there is a touring burlesque party basically that rotates around the country it's called the sweet spot and they had a white party out here in the dc dc area so i hit up that i had a fantastic time probably too good of a time because i'm feeling the after effects and the harsh reality that i am not 20 anymore so bear with me Alrighty. so thankfully this is going to be a pretty short curvy geeky finger recap like i said pre previously a lot of shows are winding down. We're hitting that summer lull where it's it's right before the fall season kicks off, but not where like a lot of new things are really coming into place, especially for geek TV for some reason. It's really, really starting to slow down. Um, so who knows? I'm, work I'm working on finding new shows. I think there's still some stuff on sci-fi that I'm watching. Sci-fi is tricky. For, for me, it's either I really love what they've got or I don't care, period. So I'm, I know, I think Killjoys is back for their final season. So I might be looking into that and see if I can recap that. But who knows? Really, this uh, this particular episode, I'm just going to be recapping the shows I'm currently watching, regardless of whether or not they are geek related. I love them. So that's, this is going to be the, the shows Joe loves episode. Here we go. So with that being said, like I said, I am Joe, aka the Curvy Geeky Fangirl. You can find me all over the socials under the same name, Curvy Geeky Fangirl. And this podcast just recaps a lot of the TV and film that I catch throughout the week. Sometimes books, if I'm able to squeeze in a good book. Sometimes more. It just depends. I don't leave my house, as you can see. So one day, with the, the goal is to eventually, like socialize with humans at some point it's gonna it's coming i'll get there uh blurred con was actually this weekend and i didn't even realize it i'm still moping over the loss that was the con that shall no longer be named because oh my gosh the feeling so i wasn't ready to hit another con up i'll probably shoot for next year um and see because it's a local con for me it's in the dc area so I'll probably look into it and look into other smaller cons that are happening around the area. I'm missing out on a lot of fun geekiness that could be happening in IRL, but I'm just too lazy to look at the other things. So more future goals, future goals for me. So this week I am going to be talking about shows that I have been devouring and that's going to include Pose. I've been binge watched the first season of Pose. That's not a huge feat. There's only 10, eight to 10 episodes on that. It's 
ridiculously, ridiculously addicting, and it just enthralls you into it. You fall in love with these characters. It was one of the easiest binges. Well, I shouldn't say easy, because I cried a lot. So, But it definitely was one of the most entertaining binges I've done. So I'm going to be talking about my experience watching Pose. I'm going to be catch, catching up on the latest episode of Claws. I'm going to be talking about My Hero Academia now that it's moving into its uh, licensing arc. I'm going to give you my thoughts on Cloak and Dagger, because it's actually getting better. It's actually getting slowly but surely getting better. It's, it's happening. That's going on. So usually this is also the part where I explain that I am going to go deep into spoilers. So turn back now if you don't like them. But I'm going to try something a little newer. So I'm going to go into each of these segments still, but I'm going to give you a non-spoiler, just the feels review on these shows. And then I will give you the warning and I will talk about the spoilers just in case, you know, there's some people who are like, I'm not, I'm not the spoiler fan, but... I still want to hear something. It'll give you a little bit of that. Mind you, I love spoilers. So the non-spoilery bits are not going to be very lengthy, just so you know, before I'm jumping into the spoilers. That being said, because spoilers are going to be happening, as soon as I tell you guys that spoilers are coming, if you haven't watched any of the shows, if you haven't caught up on everything just yet, pause it there. Check out that stuff. Come back. So we can have a discussion and, you know, continue this conversation about what's going on in this TV world right now. So all that being said, I'm going to be jumping into Claws first right after this. Hey there, listeners. So this is Joe, a.k.a. the Curvy Geeky Fangirl, and I thought I'd take a moment to let you guys know about that other group I'm constantly talking about and working with, and that is Fan Bros. For all nerds. Fan Bros itself, check out fanbros.com. I actually am a contributor for that website. I post up fandom fashions every now and again, but you should also check out everything else that they've got going on there. They've got wonderful articles covering all things geek, and of course they have their own podcasts and other sister podcasts underneath them that also cover all things geek. They do talk about it from an urban perspective, which to me just enriches the experience overall. So if you guys get the chance, definitely check them out. All right, so first up, we're gonna be talking about Claws and Pose. So non-spoiler review, Claws, the latest episode, was really, really good. I actually, I mean, it's still doing a very good job of moving the story forward without giving us too, too much, but also, I'm at a point where I know we're getting close to the end of the season, so I, I want them to start giving happy endings. I need happy endings for Claus because right now things are looking bleak as heck. Uh, also, there's a, lot, there's a lot of secrets waiting in the wings, and it feels like they're about to surface really soon, and it's just going to cause bombs to explode. Bombs to explode everywhere, but so far so really good with Claus. There's a lot of stuff happening there. Uh, non-spoiler review for the entire first season of Pose. I binge-watched the entire first season of Pose over this last week or so. Roller coaster of emotions when it comes to this show. I'm not going to lie. I cried on more than one episode. Um, they put you through it. You fall in love with these characters. These women are so three-dimensional and dynamic and amazing. And I completely understand why people are quoting Electra Abundance as much as they are. Because she's a queen. She's a queen and she's an icon. So 
I'm very excited that the storytelling got told in the way that it did, that it provided so much opportunity for a more diverse, more inclusive cast. I have some qualms about how the credits roll and whose name shows up first, but I'm also not in the business. I don't know if that's supposed to be the way it, that it is or not, but the show is amazing and definitely something I'm gonna be re-watching while I'm waiting for it to come back because we know it's not coming back soon. So that being said, hopefully you also get a longer season run too because I need it. Also, Angel is adorable. Oh my gosh, this girl is so beautiful. Anyway, all of the eye candy aside. So that is, that's really my feelings on Pose and I'm gonna be jumping into the spoilery bits. So get ready. So spoilery time with Claws. I wanna know what they're gonna do now that they've got Desna. The story is not gonna go much further if she's booked and put in jail. It's not gonna go super anywhere. She's also the lead character. So if you lock her away, I mean, we have the other characters that we could focus on, but let's be honest, Desna runs the show. So I don't see them doing that. I see them making some kind of deal now that they're, they've got her. But my question is, what's gonna happen between the cop lady and Anne? Now Desna again is on the, other side of the fence where she can see the problems that could come with a continued relationship with Anne and this lady. Especially since she's not being truthful with Anne whatsoever. She's also in the unenviable position of, of knowing all of this. She just came out of that whole conversation with Anne about not snicking her nose in her romantic business and how she had no right to tell her what she could or could not do in regards to this woman that she loved but now, now she sees exactly what's really happening and Anne has no idea. So I'm hoping this next episode is going to touch on that and give us some kind of resolution as to what's gonna go on because I know we are close to the finale for Claws. I know it's coming. Um, the bombshells we got with Rola, the, the re, what is it? Recoupling of Jen and Bryce was really nice. Uh, that bombshell up with Roller, I fell for him. When his face dropped like that, my heart went out to him when he realized that that little boy wasn't his. I was like, oh, and kudos in having it be the mother telling him this. Like, I didn't expect that. I expected like Zlata maybe to throw it in his face, but to have this quiet moment in her gratitude to confess the truth of what was going on, I actually, I actually liked that little twist. I liked that it came from her. So. We'll see. We'll see what else is going on with Claws. I wish them all the best of luck. Uncle Danny's daddy is a mess, but now we know why Zlata and Gregory were after Desna in the first place. And now Desna could turn state's evidence and shut everything down. So we'll see. We'll see what's going to go on with that. Spoilers with Pose. Lil Poppy is absolutely stealing my heart. Stealing my heart. I love that this is set in the 80s. I love that they are capturing the nuances of it so well. I love that they unabashedly talk about what it was like to be a person of the queer community, of the LGBTQIA community, and the AIDS epidemic that was going on and how nothing was being done to help them. Nothing. They were on their own. They had to create these safe spaces for themselves. I really, really like how they are explaining all of this. And the fact that this is such a diverse casting and actually played by people who are transgendered, wonderful, wonderful. That's how you do it. This is how you do that. So 
I'm so happy it's got a second season. I can't wait for it to come back and cry my eyes out again. I hope by miracle, Blanca lives forever. Like there's, I know that's not gonna happen, but there's a tiny part of me that's hoping we figure it out. We figure out how to do that. Same thing for Pray Tell. They have to live forever. That's just how it has to work. Um, but I'm, I'm just, I love them all. I love everybody. I can't wait to see what else is gonna go on. And that's gonna basically close it up for Pose and, and Claws. I'm gonna be moving on to Cloak and Dagger after this. Hey, it's Joe, aka the Curvy Geeky Fangirl, and I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening to this podcast and also to ask you to rate, subscribe, and comment anywhere you hear this podcast because it really helps me out. Just let me know on what it is that you guys like to listen to or what you think I should skip over. You can also reach me through my social medias. I am everywhere as Curvy Geeky Fangirl. With the exception of Twitter, of course, Twitter has limitations. So take out that A and take out that I on Fangirl, but you'll still reach me that way. You can also hit me up at my website, curvygeekyfangirl.com. Okay, so I'm also talking about Cloak and Dagger. I'm also going to squeeze my Hero Academia into this. So non-spoiler, you know how I felt about the other episodes of Cloak and Dagger. I wasn't a fan. It was... It felt to me like it was all over the place and we were just treading a lot of water. Again, I am not familiar with the comics, so I don't know if this is the norm for how fast they move in their storytelling, but it was up. It was, it was hard. It was hard. But we are finally at a point where I'm like, okay, now I can watch this. And that's probably because now there's like a heck of a lot more action and they're more in control of their abilities, so... That's probably why. So this last episode is definitely my favorite episode. I actually got an answer as to why the black cheerleader was associated in the show. I couldn't for the life of me figure out why we need to give Tyrone a love interest when Tandy's right there. Like, I was really confused by that, but they gave us an answer to that. And we got a, we got a little more on the Roxxon Corporation. We got, we got a little more on tying up some loose ends. So like the life that Tandy had before meeting Tyrone. We touched back on that. We touched on uh, Tyrone and what it's like now that, you know, after, after he did his confrontation in the previous episode and what the, what the consequences of that confrontation are. And now it's starting to get really, really interesting. So, and of course, we're at the end of the season. We're, uh, this is another show where we're about to sign off. So, I mean, it only took, what, seven episodes? But we got here of like maybe an eight episode arc. Like I'm ugh, now I gotta look up and see when the finale is. Cause I know it's coming and it took forever to get there. So my question though is, I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people who love this show, who just think it's really great. And I'm just like, I don't, are we watching the same show? But that's okay. I'm, I'm not in the age group. Again, as I always say, I'm not in the age bracket for this. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What? So apparently this is going to be 10 episodes. I want to say that was seven or eight. So we've got a few more episodes to go. It's kicking off. Interestingly, and now for the spoilers, prepare yourselves. So spoilers uh, in talking about Cloak and Dagger. I 
was a little confused. I know we had to go back and figure out what Tandy was doing with the ex-boyfriend. So the boyfriend she had when we first started the show that she didn't really care about at all, they came back to him. He was a loose end. He did go to prison for something they did together. Uh, and she did leave him high and dry, which she has established that's what she does. She, she is not afraid to just roll on out. I'm a little confused as to why she went back. And I mean, we literally got a play-by-play in the narration done by that, the, is he a priest? Reverend? I want to say priest. That priest teacher at Tyrone School, he, he they were literally giving us a play-by-play of why they are doing the story they're doing for this particular episode. So this was all about seeing how our heroes have to redefine themselves, basically. Like, it was a slow grow in figuring out exactly what it is that they are capable of now that they are there and they know what that is they're, they're falling back down and being faced with new obstacles to overcome but apparently this time this is to like basically refine them as heroes either they're not going to make it or they are but it's going to be of their own choices and if they actually learned anything from from everything that's happened before i don't understand why we needed that full narration like the, I had a lot of questions with like why we needed such so much so much but whatever my favorite part of this episode was the cheerleader so for a while I've been talking about this black cheerleader I still don't know this girl's name who has been the love interest for Tyrone she just randomly shows up she does some random stuff with her aunt who may or may not be a voodoo priestess and they don't really expand on this at all like why is she so much into Tyrone I don't understand but we had a whole moment here where now Tandy has figured out another way to get high, which is to steal people's hopes because it gives her a buzz for a little bit. Um, and then she rolls, but she's not also not seeing the consequences of doing this. Like what happens when you do that to them? <sighs> Questions. So uh, in the midst of her trying to, there was a point where she was trying to feed on her ex-boyfriend who she'd sprung from prison to steal his hopes for some reason. She, at first she was like, oh, I want things to go back the way they were. We should get married. And he was like, what? And then she did the touchy thing. And then she was like, well, I'm just gonna eat this hope and like call it a day. And she goes for it. And Tyrone interrupts her. Like, was it just as she finished? Tyrone interrupts her and she gets pissed. So she gets, you know, she leaves. She goes and finds Tyrone and there's a whole, they have a whole face off at his school during the school day. So you see her going after Tyrone and the cheerleader girl is there and she's like trying to stop her from coming at Tyrone. And she's like, he'll come back later. Uh, in their back and forth, she reaches out to, I don't know, push Tandy away or Tandy goes to push her. One of the two happens, they make contact. And all of a sudden, Tandy's in her hopes. And she's like, well, I might as well feed here. And she goes to, gra <laughs> to grab the hope version of this girl. And this girl is able to control what happens in this dreamscape. She looks straight at Tandy, dead ass in her face, tells her no. And when they jerk away and stop and break the contact, she's like, it's you. You're the other one. And leaves and runs away. So it's just like, we know it's tying into that, the, the, the two thing, the doubles thing that the aunt had been talking about previously about how all of the chaoticness that's happened around New Orleans is attributed to these two forces and one has to go and one can stay and blah, 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 blah. 
again, I don't, it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of stakes in this because we all know, even me, who's not familiar with the comics, knows they don't have a show if there's no Tyrone and Tandy. So I'm not sure why we're throwing in this one has to die thing, but whatever. Um, and yeah, you see her short while later carving out of white wax, a whole thing that looks exactly like Tandy random we also find out that there are consequences to tyrone's actions of outing this cop as being the one that's murdered his brother a the proof that they have is admissible in court so uh it, it it's which makes sense in real life if you recorded somebody it absolutely looks like entrapment there's one <laughs> two you'd have to think about like what the context was around the recording of this in the first place. And then three, I don't know if they said it or not, but some states do not allow you to use those types of recordings, especially in a place of law, uh, if you don't have the consent of both parties that are you know, being perpetrated in that video. So basically this cop that they went after is getting off scot-free. Not only that, but they managed to have the other cop that was involved murdered and they pin it on Tyrone. So as of right now, Tyrone is on the run for the murder of somebody he clearly did not murder, but he's talking too much and he's coming after a force that's much bigger than all of us, which is rooted in real life and when it comes to the cops. But, you know, it's also, for me, it's also doing the most right now. Like, Okay, so anyway, show I understand you're, this is these are the modes you're going through. That's fine, whatever. And that was, that's pretty much it. That's my biggest takeaways from the show. Uh, but the action is getting better. The action is getting you're getting more action. We still don't have a lot of Tyrone and Tandy one on oneness. So I'm hoping that this is the catalyst to make them runaways together. Because I've read the Wikipedia history of Tyrone and Tandy, and they are runaways. They they both leave these situations that are that are crazy, find each other, become reliant on each other, get these superpowers. So I'm I'm hoping this is the catalyst for him to to be on the run with Tandy at this point. Because uh, we definitely get the catalyst for Tandy. Uh, the the Roxxon Corporation comes after her big time, and is threatening to kill her mom. I'm trying to remember if she makes it out of the house or. If she's about to face off with the with the killer, but I also don't care. So, but I'm gonna continue. Like I said, I'm almost done with this. The season's almost done. I'm almost almost done. I'm gonna make it through the whole season, whether or not I watch the second season, in the air. But right now, I am gonna continue watching, and it did get better. It did get better. Uh, onto my hero academia. We're still in the licensing arc, which is cool. The non-spoiler review of this is that it's these little thirty-minute episodes we're getting they give us enough they give us a lot of story but i want all the story i want all this <laughs> i want all the story i've been impatient and this is one of those streaming situations where i have to wait week to week to watch the next one so Ugh. but other than that I, I really like what they're doing and how they're doing it we're getting a little more information than we did in the manga especially in terms of uh how other people are doing during the testing, like Shoto's testing. God, that wasn't in the manga at all when he's facing off those ninjas. So interesting. Interested and interesting to see where this is going to go or what other information we're going to get that we didn't necessarily get in the mangas. Very excited. Um, spoiler review. 
Oh, I kind of spoiled it in the beginning, but I'm going to pretend like we didn't. So spoiler review for this latest episode of My Hero Academia. Um, I really like how well Midoriya knows his friends. I really like that they point out that, you know, not only has he been a studier of these other professionals, these other pro heroes, but he also knows his friends really, really well. And he's able to tell when somebody's impersonating them or when they're, they're the real deal. It's very, I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing how the rest of this goes down. I'm excited to see what happens after this first round. I'm excited to see what's happen, going to happen after the second one, after the second round. So hopefully we'll get all of the licensing arc before they're done for this season. But who knows? Who knows? We'll see. So that's pretty much going to be it for those two shows. And then I'm going to be talking. Is there another show I'm talking about? So maybe I was gonna talk about another show. I don't remember. It's I'm told I told you this is it's rough. It's rough right now. It is rough in these streets. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, I picked up another book. I'm gonna be reading the uh, what are they called? The Vigilantes series. That's also part of my Hero Academia. The first book has been released. It was actually released a little bit ago, and the second book is about to come out pretty soon. I'm gonna check it out. I'm really loving the My Hero Academia world. I'm really, really loving it. I really love the pragmatism that goes into this the story. The story, although rooted in fantasy, has a lot of fact in it. And I, I really like the approach that they're taking with it. So I'm excited. I also know that they are doing a full feature film. I don't know if it's a side story or a story created just for the film, but that's coming out soon too. It's going to be in a theater near me at some point, and I would definitely want to check it out. Though usually when these come out to the U.S. theaters, it's in the middle of the week. I don't do so well with stuff that comes out in the middle of the week because I'm old. I'm old, and I adult, and my adulting starts so early in the morning that when they have these events that go way late into the evening on a weekday, it takes a lot out of me. But I might have to just, just suck it up for this one and check it out. So we'll see. We'll see where it lands. There's still no announcement on the exact date just yet, but it's coming. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's another show. I talk about Claws, Pose, My Hero Academia, Clothing Dagger. I think that's really it. I think that's it. So, I mean, it's going to be nice and short, which is really all I can handle right now. But I am going to leave you with this promise. I'm going to be talking about anime shows next episode. Like I said, we're in the lull right now when it comes to geekery on the TV. So I'm going to be diving into a lot of the animes that I watch. I'm going to give you guys a top 10 of stuff that I've been checking out. Fair spoiler warning now, a lot of it is shonen. A lot of it is shonen anime. So um, if you know what that means, then you know that I am apparently have the same entertainment amusement as somebody who is 13 male. According to Japan. So there's that. But outside of that, I'm just looking forward to hopefully getting some suggestions as to what else I could check out that might also line up with these interests. So who knows? But that's really going to be it for me. Stuff came out on Netflix that I'll probably touch on at a later time. Uh, but they're also not really geek related now that I'm thinking about it. Like Orange is the New Black dropped. Extinction dropped. But everybody... At least all the stuff I'm reading in reviews for it, it hasn't been the highest of a claim. So I'm debating whether or not to actually watch it. We'll see. We'll see. But that's going to be it. I hope you guys have a lovely week. And as always, if you want to 
leave a comment. You can on wherever you are listening to this podcast, uh, especially if you're listening to this through Anchor, you guys can actually leave me a voice message and I might even put it in the next episode if you do. So all of that, check it out. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.